You're okay, Jerry. Yeah, this weather, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fourth, you couldn't have me all at current power rankings at number four. You have to have them. Definitely have them at number one. Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. The Football Daily on Off the Ball. Hello and welcome to Thursday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with the surprise news. Frank Lampard is back in management and back at Chelsea. Lampard said to be appointed interim manager until the end of the season, just over two years after the club sacked him. He's been out of work since January when he was dismissed by Everton after less than a year in charge. The former Chelsea and England midfielder previously managed the club from July 2019 until January 2021. He was then replaced by Thomas Tuchel. Tuchel's successor, Graham Potter, was sacked on Sunday. Two men being linked with the job on a permanent basis, former Barca and Spain boss Luis Enrique and former Bayern Munich manager Julian Nagelsmann. It's been quite the start for Todd Bowley at Chelsea. They're 11th in the Premier League after Tuesday's nil-all draw with Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. Lampard was at the game when the camera panned to him in the stand. I don't think too many thought he'd be the next Chelsea manager. His first game will be away to Wolves this Saturday. Then the small matter of Real Madrid at the Bernabeu next week in the first leg of their Champions League quarterfinal. Speaking of the Champions League, Manchester United and Newcastle both remain on course to secure a top four finish in the Premier League. United moved back into the top four with a 1-0 win over Brentford at Old Trafford last night. Marcus Rashford scored the only goal of the game, 28 for the season in all competitions. And Eric Ten Hag admits his side might be a bit too reliant on goals from Rashford. It's the truth, but also we know uh, other players can score as well. Bruno can score a goal. Uh, uh, Anthony Dos Santos uh, scored already a couple of goals. Jadon Sancho can score a goal. Uh, Marcel Sabitzer can score a goal. So we have many more plays across the squad who can score and already did score, but uh, not in the... Uh, so, yeah, what you wanted as a squad is that you have two players who can score more than say, 12, 15 goals a season. So United are on 53 points with third place Newcastle, who claimed a fourth win in a row last night. Fifth place Tottenham are on 50 points. They've played a game more. However, Spurs still have to play United and Newcastle. Newcastle won 5-1 away to West Ham to pile the pressure on Hammers boss David Moyes. Callum Wilson and Jolington both scored two each. Alexander Isak was also on target. Wilson loves a game against West Ham. He did with Bournemouth and now with Newcastle. 12 goals and 13 games for Wilson against the Hammers and he says he's feeling fit and healthy after a few injuries. You know sniggles here and there throughout the season and then you have an international break which helps you recharge and reset and for me it's been perfect um, and now I feel like I'm energised again back in the, in the mood for scoring and um, it's nice to just keep getting the goals helping the team get the points and we're in that business end of the season now where goals are vital points are vital and we need to just keep plugging away each game sometimes you have those teams that you play against and uh, today is one of them um, enjoy playing against them and you kind of just have a feeling that you're going to score and today I had the opportunity to play from the beginning and uh, managed to get on the score sheet and help us get three points West Ham are part of that relegation battle they're just outside the relegation zone on goal difference David Moyes' side are one of four teams and 27 points alongside Everton Nottingham Forest and 18th place Bournemouth Moyes says he fully accepts the pressure with 10 games to play and he could also understand why so many fans left the game early last night. You know, sometimes I might have walked it tonight as well when I, when I saw it, so uh, I know how it works. But, uh, you know, sometimes when it's not so good, that's when you, you stand up and be a true supporter as well. You know, sometimes we've had some great results here last year, whether it have been in the league or whether it have been in Europe. 
And sometimes when things aren't going so well, you need everybody behind you. I thought the crowd at the start of the game tonight was fantastic. I thought the atmosphere when we came out and the way we started the game was brilliant. So I've got, I've got no qualms with them, them leaving with Ireland International Kira Grant accepts opportunities are running out to secure a place in Vera Powell's squad for this summer's World Cup. The girls in green are preparing to take on the USA in Texas on Saturday in the first of two friendlies against the world champions. The second is on Tuesday in St. Louis. Grant, who made her international debut against the US more than 10 years ago, says she has to back herself to be one of the 23 players selected for Ireland's first major tournament. It's so competitive. I think there's probably about 35 players in contention. Um, for this World Cup squad, it's 23 players that we're bringing. Everybody's doing everything they can, both on and off the pitch, to make that squad. Um, but for me, you know, as an individual, I just have to back myself. I've been part of every um, squad ca- uh, squad so far for the entire campaign. Um, I think I know my role in the team here, um, and I'm just doing everything that I can um, to to get on that plane to um, Australia in July. Um, if that's getting match time against the States and showing what I can do, then that's it. But I think for the moment I'm just concentrating on what I can do and then be ready if I do get my chance. The Team Ireland start their World Cup campaign against on the 20th of July. Australia will be in action twice over the next week. The co-hosts play Scotland in a friendly tomorrow. They face England on Tuesday in London. European champions England face Brazil at a sold-out Wembley tonight. It's the inaugural women's finalissima. That one starts at 7.45. Before that, at a quarter past seven, Northern Ireland are away to Wales in a friendly Karim Benzema scored a hat-trick for Real Madrid to send them into the Copa del Rey final. Real hammered arch-rivals Barcelona 4-0 at the new Camp to advance 4-1 on aggregate. Barca didn't look like the team that have a 12-point lead in the league. Real will face Osasuna in the final on the 6th of May. There was cup action in the Netherlands. Former Everton midfielder Davy Klassen was left with blood pouring from his head and unable to continue after being hit on the head by an object thrown from the crowd during an ill-tempered Dutch Cup semi-final between Ajax and Feyenoord. Klassen scored the winning goal for the away side in Rotterdam, where it finished 2-1 to Ajax. As he was celebrating with teammates, an object was launched from a section of the Feyenoord fans near the touchline. The players were actually taken off the pitch. They spent more than 15 minutes in the dressing room. Looked like the game mightn't actually get back underway, but it did eventually, and it was Ajax that advanced to the final. Holders Orby Leipzig booked their place in the semi-finals of the German Cup with a 2-0 win at home to Dortmund. Timo Werner and Willy Orban with the goals for Leipzig. Stuttgart beat Nuremberg 1-0. They joined Leipzig in the last four along with Freiburg and Eintracht Frankfurt. It's advantage Fiorentina after the first leg of their Coppa Italia semi-final against Cremonese. Fiorentina won 2-0 away from home. And the fallout continues from the other semi-final on Tuesday night. Inter Milan's Romelu Lukaku's called in Serie A to take actions for real this time after he was racially abused during the first leg away to Juventus. Lukaku's spoken out against racism on numerous occasions in the past, stating in September 2019, shortly after beginning his first stint at Inter, that the situation was getting worse, not better, after being targeted by Calgary fans. The Belgian forward was subjected to abuse from the stands on Tuesday night after being shown a second yellow card after he celebrated in front of the home fans when he scored a stoppage time penalty to earn Inter a one-all draw. Lukaku was on Instagram yesterday and he posted that history repeats, been through it in 2019 and 2023 again. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football Podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from Off The Ball. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.